0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
2: you currently locked into the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog.
3: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Big Smitty, aka D nice. And you heard Bolo just said, This is the porch. Welcome. How you doing, brother, man? Blessed. Got... highly
2: Favorite. Hey, you know I can't come on here without talking about God, brother. How you doing?
3: Hey man, hey, I second that, man. God is good. It's been a uh I know I say this every show almost. It's been a busy week, though. It's it's always hey, busy, it's always good, a busy bro. week. Yes. And it
2: makes it it makes the day, it makes the week go by faster, day go by faster. You know, we ain't wishing the days
3: away, but you know, one yeah, step closer you, to the
2: weekend. You know,
3: of course, man, of course, man, and so excited for today's episode, man. I've been listen. I ain't gonna lie, man. I've been waiting <laughs> for this day to to get this special guest on to just learn more about her story. And I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna keep her waiting. So, if y'all don't know, this is a singer. She's a songwriter, producer, and engineer. Just an overall dope individual. The one and only Erica Lachey. Welcome to the porch. Yeah.
4: Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. You feel me? Um, I was excited to be on the podcast as well. I heard a, a couple of other episodes and I was like, okay, they talking about God. That's, that's the type of time I'll be on yeah. too. come on, Definitely. Love it. Of the vibe. Happy to be here.
3: Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V believe to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Come
2: on Absolutely. now. See, God welcome, don't welcome. make God don't
3: make no mistakes. There's no a mistakes. reason why you
2: here for a reason.
3: Something led us to Erica, and something led her to want to be on. So it might be some magic about to happen. Not some magic, some just good energy about to happen here on the show. So I'm excited. You know it. <laughs> right. Locked in. Yes, yes, man. So, yeah, no, definitely a pleasure. And we cannot wait to learn more about you. But first, we got to start off with our Porch News. Uh, Bolo, I know we had an interesting topic that was trending online and definitely want to hear about it. So, Bolo, let us know what we got in the Porch News today. Okay, family. So, we got to spin the block one more time here on Porch
2: News, right? So, since we have the lovely Erica on the show, it's only right that we touch on Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. So, obviously, most recently – has been tearing up social media that she goes 50-50 with Dwayne Wade. And obviously, a lot of people have chimed in, gave their opinions on how they think this is nonsense. And some people have, you know, understood that, okay, 50-50 is cool. So, Erica, what is your stance on the 50-50 situation?
4: My stance on the 50-50 situation, I think that if the partner that you're with is like, they're making more than you, like they have more to contribute, you know, I don't really see the purpose of going 50-50 in that regard. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I'm not mad at 50-50 in relationships where both parties are working and, you know, and they're like on the same like level as far as like finances go. But if she is the woman and she's saying that she's struggling and Mm. like people might not get fed and she's struggling to come up with her half, but her dude got it and he's not, like that's kind of that's kind of odd to me, you know. Like the men that I've dated, I don't think that they would want to see me struggle in any regard and they're not multi-millionaires, you know. Right. So right. that's a little that's a little crazy, you know, for me. If if she's if she's hand if they she's handling it and it's not like something that's make that's hard for her, then that's mm-hmm. one thing. But if she's struggling to come up with her half and he's coming up with it and there's no problem, it's like you know, I've never been with a man who has watched me struggle and been OK with that. You that's
1: know, that's fair, That's real. because
4: I, I didn't I didn't think
2: about it in that light. Um, I just thought about it as if, you know, you just think, you know, everybody just assumed that the man is supposed to carry most of the weight, you know, regardless of the situation. But she did mention that, you know, she was sometimes worried about putting food on the table. So that does play a factor if you're struggling and you kind of wondering where your next meal may come from. Then that should be an indicator for somebody to step in. So I agree. I, I agree. A little on that. assistance, you know?
3: Right, right. And I believe too, like just looking back at the post, and just for like some, some clarity too, I think they go 50 50 on, on like their shared the bills, the house, yeah. like the mortgage, stuff like that. Yeah. But she's, she's like fully responsible for her separate individual bills, and he's responsible for his separate individual bills. And that's, I think that's, that's what led to her saying that she doesn't mm-hmm. feel comfortable sometimes. Like she feels like she has to always be working and, trying to figure out a way to, you know, get that money because yeah, she still has, has that fear um, of, yeah, not being able to put food in her plate. And, I, but my question for y'all is, cause like, this is Gabby, Gabrielle Union. Sense, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, she-
4: okay. So if they split their household bills, the things that are like joint between the two of them right. mm-hmm. and then and like, and she's able to handle that. But then when it comes to her personal stuff, that's what's causing more of a problem is right. either, he can help with that or she needs to like downgrade some of that other external Mm -hmm. stuff that she got going on because you know living beyond your means isn't necessarily good either and I'm not pocket watching I don't know what's going on in that household but Mm -hmm. at the same time like if this extra stuff is such a strain on you then maybe some of that needs to be let go of or either you can ask the man that you married to because I come from like a very traditional household, if you will. My parents mm-hmm. are still married. You know, even though my mom, she did work, like my dad, he um he worked as well and like they handled those things together. But it's like he he wouldn't allow for her to struggle. Like I said, mm-hmm. right. you know, and he's not, he's not a multimillionaire. So if if it even if it is some excessive stuff that she's doing, either she needs to downsize some of that other stuff, or he should help out, you know, as the traditional role of being protector and provider which is what I was taught by my father that a man does, you know? Right,
2: facts. Now, now let me ask you this then, Erica. So seeing that you come from a traditional household, they mentioned 50-50. So what if the roles were flipped? Because if Dwayne du- du- Wade was, you know, 75, 25, he was doing majority of it. Nobody would bat an eye. But mm-hmm. if Dwayne du- Wade was struggling, and he needed it. You think the world mm-hmm. would look at that differently? Would you look at that differently?
4: Um, I think the world would look at it differently. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't though. I wouldn't look at it differently because it was a time you know, when I was, when I was actually about to be born, you know, my mom, she was pregnant with me and my dad had lost his job, you know? So Mm. in those instances, the woman may have to take on more of the like financial burden, you know, to make it work. But if you guys are invested in each other and you know, the type of man that you're dealing with, you know, it's not going to be that way for a long time, you know, Mm. because any man that like has ambition and is driven, he might be down and out for a little bit, but he's not going to stay that way. You nice. know, and if Don't you notice the type out. of man you're dealing with, then you will help him out while he's in that time of being down and out. You know, love it.
3: That's real. Now, that's okay. that, that, that's real wisdom. I like, like we always say, but it's so great having a woman's perspective on, on some of like uh, any of these topics, but especially relationship specific topics because we can only come from a, a man's point, point of view, view <clears throat> and you know, sometimes we're missing that other angle. So, definitely mm-hmm. love hearing that. And yeah. j- just kind of my closing statement on this. This Gabrielle Union too though, right? Like she got bread. Like she ain't got D-way bread, but this is Gabrielle. This is this is come on now, like why you she talking know, about she broke?
1: No. Yeah, you some, never
3: sometimes know. Some people bite off more than they can chew though.
4: Exactly. Some yeah. people, you know, it might look like that they should have everything together, but you never know what type of debts that they have, who they mm. owe. Well, you know, you don't know. It could it could seem like they are making a lot of money, but um that may not be the case. I remember it was this one person That um, I forgot who it was. It was a comedian or somebody. They were a social media like influencer, if you will, and they made content. And they said they had like a million followers, Mm. but was about to get put out of their place. You know. So okay. you 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 literally never know. They could seem like mm-hmm. somebody's really up, but you don't know what's going on with them. You know, that's real. That's true, man. That's true. Bad boys too. Bring it on. I guess <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it ain't so. Been a lot of movies lately. You know, true. like it has, true. it has been a minute. It has been a minute. You really don't know.
3: I think our last well it might be a new bad boys coming out so she might you know we'll see what happens we'll see what happens man at the end of the day shout out to gabby shout out to to gabby if if it's working for y'all that's all that matters man so facts man Mm -hmm. bolo thanks for the porch news definitely appreciate that and can't wait to hear from our porch listeners who are you know listening in whether it's on caffeine or apple spotify wherever you're tuning in on we definitely want to hear from you so let us know in the comments but erica man so, so excited to learn more about you and dive into your music career and just all things you. But one question we love to start off with when we bring on our guests for the new listeners, people who this is their first time meeting you, how would you answer this question? Who is Erica Lachey?
4: Who is Erica Lachey? Um, I guess I would classify myself as a lover, if that makes any mm. sense. You know, I love. I love people, like relationships with solid people, I feel like is the reason for existence. Um, and I love looking at the beauty of creation, you know? So those mm. are my two motivating factors, you know? I guess that's all I can say. I mean, I know that's brief, but uh-huh. I would classify myself as that. And then everything else that comes out of that, music and, you know, speaking and talking on, you know, online and in public places and all of that, that comes out of, you know, this this love that I have for what I do, you know? I love that. That's
2: That's kind of deep. That's kind of deep too. Like, like you said, it was simply put, but it kind of had a lot of meaning to it. When you said like the the, being able to love creation, you mean just like people, like things that are created, like naturally.
4: Yeah. Like people are a part of God's creation and like Mm -hmm. the earth. I'm kind of a um, nature outdoorsy kind of person. Like I'm the type of person that will be, I'll go hiking all the time. Got hiking boots you know, I like to be outside camping, you know, I don't mind going and getting in a lake or a creek or something like that. Like those are things Mm -hmm. that I enjoy doing greatly. And it's kind of hard finding people that want to come do that with you, but stuff that I do, I feel like I'm not myself if I'm not out in nature, at least on a monthly basis, I got to go into the mountains and hike or something, you know?
3: That's cool. Nah, I love that, man. I love that. I, I me personally, I, I haven't been on a hike in a little minute, so I forget. The weather out here in LA is finally Ooh, back like to you know, being like LA. Right. It was kind of right. weird for a while. So, I, you know, it was, it was raining every single day it felt like. So, I might have to go on a hike, you know, sometime soon myself. So, um, but yeah, man, you mentioned, you know, one of your love is obviously your music, right? And I want to how did you find music? Like what led you to to music?
4: Um I feel like music kind of chooses people, you know what I'm saying? So it was something that was like already in me. And then my dad, he saw that and he helped me to cultivate it. Like, cause my dad, I don't know if you guys know this, but my dad is a pastor, well, bishop now. And and so he wanted me to learn to play for the church. So when I was 11 years old, he put me in marching band and I started learning how to play all sorts of instruments. And from there, like music became an obsession for me,
1: you know? Mm.
3: Beautiful. that's
4: cool i didn't know that i didn't i didn't know possible
3: possible was a bishop man shout, shout out to here <laughs> shout shout absolutely i love it, I love it. and yeah. for
2: some of the people who obviously don't know um too much about your music yet how would you describe to you know our listeners your your style your style of music
4: my style is just very much you know r&b neo soul you know i make music that I feel like people should be able to feel and relate to, you know, regular experiences or personal relationships and just an expression of how I'm feeling. But in a very um, mellow kind of sultry way, you know, that's the type of music that I like. It's very calming, very peaceful, you know, it puts you in a like a set the 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 vibe and the environment in your house or wherever you at, you know. So that's nice. how I, like that kind of music I make.
1: That's
3: Dang. real. You know, Bolo, I can hear it in her voice too. Like, you're not even seeing it right just, now. It's, it's subtle. Like I, it's I, just I, I just feel in yeah. peace right now. It's like just, yeah. I'm about uh-huh. like, I'm about to light a candle on the porch. Like I'm ready to just like, you know what I mean? So she's just real yeah. calm and peaceful.
4: Like, I'm about to call you when I'm
3: stretched. Like just Erica, just talk. What's
4: up? Like what, what yeah. we <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. People have literally done that. My friend called me one night and he was driving. He was like, I need somebody to keep me up. And I was like, okay. And we were talking. He was like, your voice kind of too smooth. It's put me to sleep. Yeah. You know? like, do I need to talk like a valley girl or something? Because I could do that too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. No, that's it, amazing. I, do. I appreciate the compliment for sure.
1: Yeah, of
3: course. Of course, man. So uh, you talk about your style and you, and you, you, when I asked you, you know, how you describe yourself, you say you're a lover. So it kind of takes me back to your EP you dropped a couple years ago called The Love Movement, which yeah. pretty much celebrated all things love, but specifically mm-hmm. black love. You're someone who's, like, openly pro-Black. And I just want to ask you, like, why why is Black love so special and just important to you?
1: Mm.
4: Black love is divine. You feel Mm. me? Black love is divinity. It is the essence of godliness, in my opinion. I Mm. don't think it's anything more divine. Because, like, I make a lot of things, right? I feel like there's a difference between creation and making, like I make earrings, I make music, I use materials that were already present, you know, like Mm -hmm. the musical notes and all that, that was already here before I ever got here. But when you create another life with somebody, like no one could do that but me and that person, like no one else can produce like the child that will come out of me.
1: Mm -hmm. So that
4: within itself is an act of like divinity and creation, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like black people With how we are, like the genetic diversity that we have, you know, because I love science is another thing that I like, but just understanding like the depth that's in us, and the spirit and the soul that's in us, I feel like there's nothing more beautiful than black love and creating more black people. So,
1: Hmm.
4: yeah, black love is divinity. That's why it's a a big
2: thing.
3: Black you know. love is divinity, divine. I love hearing that, man. You know what I mean. And by the way, I don't, myself, my my guy Bolo, we're both married men, both married hey. to a black woman, black queens. You know what I mean. So come on. Out. come on now. Absolutely. So my Not wife and y'all divinity, y'all in on. it. Tapped in. We in it right now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I ain't no switching up. I'm in it. Like I ain't. You know what <laughs> I mean. So no, it's beautiful. It's beautifully said. I love it. So, uh, it, 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 that's staying on top of the music. You just dropped a, a a hit single, pretty well a few months ago, called "Stingy." Now, yeah. tell me, because I was I've been listening to the song all day. It's a hit. I love it. I was listening to it literally right before you came on here today. Where did that inspiration come from? Because if I'm being honest, it sound Erica. It sounds <laughs> like it sounds like that's a personal message to somebody. Like the way you were singing it, it just didn't seem like you made that up.
4: <laughs> I am the kind of artist that. You know, you got to watch out. You, you Like dating me is a, you know, it's, you know, you're going to hear about yourself.
1: <laughs> you yeah,
4: <know>? All <laughs> right. Totally from experience. So if I sang it in a song, nine times out of 10, it happened. It might not have happened exactly like that, right. but it for certain happened. So Stingy, I wrote it about this dude that I was really feeling was feeling too much honestly that's how I felt like I hadn't really like liked somebody like that in a long time because a lot of times what happens is like men approach me and you know and they'll they'll show interest in me and I already know that the interest is there you feel me and so I'll determine whether or not I want to go forward with them or whatever but in this situation he did show interest in me but I became very interested in him I feel like more than he was in me and so I wanted his time and to talk to him and all that, but I wasn't trying to do too much. You know, I didn't want to be like weird and repressing him or nothing like that. But it's like, I do want your time though. And I feel like he was being stingy with it, you know? And uh, so (laughs) I wrote the song, like I ain't got to be waiting on nobody to text me. You feel me? But why am I waiting on this man to text me?
1: Right, right, right.
4: So yeah, I wrote the song. And then at the end, I say something about like, Fingers all in your hair as we laid on the floor. That's literally, you know, we were talking. I was rubbing his my fingers through his hair. So yes, the stuff I say in the music is definitely real. if he did hear it, he for sure knows that it's about him. Come on,
1: brother. Damn.
2: Don't like you being
3: stingy with the love. She rubber, yeah. listen, damn. be real, Bolo. That's it probably made him
2: feel good though, once the once it came out though, to
3: just know it's like on, on some ego. Me, on some
2: ego. Like, yeah, on, on, ego, yeah, on some like damn, sure. like it made me. Yeah, Go he home like, yeah.
4: You know, I'm like sure yeah. I'm sure he was feeling himself. Yeah. yeah, we haven't really talked though,
1: unfortunately.
4: Dang, he, he, he could be tuning in right now to the porch.
3: He could already be following us. He might know I mean, right now.
1: No, <laughs> that's a possibility. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I feel like I feel like it's it's like let me ask you
2: this: like you obviously making a song about a situation that kind of got you a little bit. Um, that taps into more of the emotional intelligence, right? Of like you like understanding your feelings and being able to vocalize that. And a lot of men really can't do that. Like sometimes mm. they we speak from experience, but not really speak to like the specifics to really help. Does that help you when you like you're speaking from like real life experiences?
4: Most definitely. I if if I'm not like writing music, I I will go crazy. Like I will literally go insane like I feel like the music is what keep I have to do this it's not like a Mm. oh it's popular people are making music people can be a or whatever like for me I I started writing poetry when I was like eight and then I learned to play instruments and so I put both of them together so like I have to do this Mm. I have a song I mean I haven't released it but it's called high anxiety Mm
1: -hmm. and I was
4: literally having an anxiety attack like it was a lot going on I hadn't been sleep for almost two days I was just up wired and stressed out and I wrote a song about it and after I wrote the song it's like the song is like the the release is like the catharsis and once I get it out now I like I can release the emotions that's associated with that so the music for Mm. me is 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 therapy like I need it because I was gonna feel jaded and like he's trying to play with me until I you know so after I wrote it I was I was okay again you know
3: damn and that's that's Nah, that's, that's real. That's real. It's deep too though, man. Like cuz like I feel like for me, like there's different like I find my therapy in different ways and different time depending on the situation, but like one of the things that I do like Monday through Friday, I got to work out every morning. Like it's just like a weird thing now where if I don't, I just like my my Go day's off. off, I mentally I just feel like I don't know, it's it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's just like I feel like I need it. Like you just said when it comes to the music. So I it, now it's very interesting to just h- hear that perspective and um, hear hear about how healing it can be. It's mm-hmm. almost like music is protecting you. It um, is. situations because mm-hmm. you you might have went off on on buddy, maybe like who knows what how you would have acted, but you releasing that song and stuff is like, all right, like I'm cool, like it's off my chest, it's all like you know, i just you just never know. So yeah.
4: I did go off on them, though I wrote the <laughs> song before I went. <laughs>
3: <laughs> damn Erica, Erica I was trying to help you out you ain't have to tell on yourself you?
4: I know I know but I just that's definitely like I feel like I don't have a lot of L's but that's when I just got to hold because that's you know it is what it is I wrote the song because I wanted time with him and then when he came over and you know we was rubbing on each other we didn't do nothing too crazy but still it's it's a lot more than making like, a connection yeah like I don't I don't be doing that kind of stuff a lot like it takes yeah. a lot for me to be Allowing somebody to rub me or touch me or something like that—that's right. not something easy. And so after that, like I didn't hear from them and I ain't like that. And so I told, like I—I I sent them one of them long text messages that women should never send. Uh. You know?
1: your fingers, your fingers are going Cause fast you, too because if you know
2: us guys we're gonna take maybe two sentences out of the whole paragraph and then just kind of go from there like yeah it's how, like we, i'm not reading that process. all that
1: mess you feel me i mean he <laughs>
4: did respond back and he said he wanted to talk and have a conversation because he feels like you know i got you know i got a misconstrued like that he's not trying to disrespect me or nothing like that but you know mm. he never really had a conversation about it you know
3: well, hey, Tom, hey, listen, if it's meant for be meant to be, it will be like that, that's that's how I, I feel and believe. So ain't nothing wrong with that. Listen, we humans, we're gonna be emotional, especially when we really put our time and in, and in invest into somebody and you feeling somebody. like we' mm-hmm. all been there to, to some degree, you know what I mean, and ain't nothing wrong with that. so now let me
2: let me ask you this, Erica. And I'm so glad we we have a uh, a woman on the porch today <laughs> because <laughs> like I think a lot of the times, right, let's just take a specific example, right? Where you know, this guy, you know, you're trying to figure out what the what the answer is, why he's not hitting you back and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, they women always think that men have a bad way of, you know, explaining themselves or being able to show their emotions and things like that. But sometimes I think women aren't really ready for the truth. Yeah. You know, so like when I'm actually giving you how I feel, then it almost turns around to more of like, you're attacking me, so now I have to attack back. Like, do you think women are really ready for the truth when, like, it's time to really sit down and have that conversation of, like, okay, this is this is why?
4: Mm. No, I don't think so. I feel like, you know, men be wanting to say a lot of different things, but it's, like, they don't know how the woman is going to take it or if she's going right. to get mad or get defensive. And to be fair, like, we do hear some stuff. Like, women, we have a knack for, like, really internalizing and making stuff hella personal that don't even – it shouldn't even – be that personal to us you know like if a man doesn't have time or he's busy we just automatically assume that he and I don't like me he not rocking with me at all or Mm -hmm. whatever and it's like that might not be the case that may be the case but that might not be the case as well so we we just really I've noticed that I do that I'm not going to put it on all women but I know for me I've definitely internalized things in the past and made stuff about me that probably wasn't even really about me is just stuff that he had going on in his personal life that he's trying to handle you
3: know
1: mm.
2: that's a fact
4: where would you say that that
3: that stems from for you personally you know like is that just from like past trauma is it from maybe just your own like internal like you know we all got insecurity i know i got insecurities myself most of us do like what what do those feelings and thoughts you think stem from for you personally
4: I think for me personally, um, it's like probably a combination between past traumas and my upbringing, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't like to bother people, you know, because my dad, he, um, he would always tell me to like, to well, tell me and my siblings to like figure stuff out, you know, and, and I would figure it out. And I got really good at researching and learning and figuring things out for myself, which is how I became a producer, an engineer, because I didn't like how this mix sounded. I'm gonna figure it out, you know? But um with that, with him being a pastor, like while I was younger, it was so many people that like needed him, you know, and they would mm-hmm. call him and they needed like counseling and guidance from him and my mom. And so I didn't want to add on to what they already had, you know, like they have mm-hmm. my siblings, they have like if I need to deal with my problems, then I'ma deal with them, you know, and I might not speak up or say something because I feel like I'm not trying to burden under other people. So mm-hmm. for me, like. I know some of it comes from that. Why I don't communicate sometimes or while I just leave people alone, or I assume that they got stuff going on instead of like actually reaching out and seeing if they do want to spend some time, you know, like I know that's the reason why I do that. And then past relationships. Like if somebody, you know, cheats on you, people don't realize like how much, how damaging that could be. Cause women, like I said, will internalize that. We won't say he cheated because, you know, that's just what he wanted to do. We'll say he cheated because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't active right. enough. I wasn't doing certain things. Maybe she did things that he liked that I didn't do or whatever. We'll internalize that, you know. So I feel like a lot of the stuff that people go through, it is is past traumas and how they were brought up,
1: you know.
3: Man, that's that, no, that's interesting. Man. And I appreciate you for even yeah being open and honest and real and you <laughs> know to share that and I can, for I think a lot of people need to hear that because think what you're saying a lot of us a lot of people a lot of listeners probably have those same feelings been through those same situations so i just think it's it's, it's refreshing and, and, and good to hear um uh, one thing i want to touch on b- before it slips my memory with you having a father who, who's who been a the pa- pastor you know pretty much your whole life he's a bishop now um uh, mm-hmm. sounds like you grew up like you said a traditional household two-parent household i believe you have four brothers correct correct me if i'm wrong yes, you got do. four brothers so like you grew up just in a in a household where it sounded like you had a great father figure a great man i'm sure your brother was probably very protective I, i'm a brother i got a little sister so i can only assume your four brothers are probably they mm-hmm. they ready for war anybody mess with erica lachey so yeah. with with all with all those good i guess men and kind of role models so to speak in your household, do you feel like you've you set the bar very high for the man who you decide to you know be in relationships with uh
4: yes and no okay so yes in the regards of like I saw their example and you know I grew up with that and seeing how they operate and how they navigate but then I also saw like the ugly parts of it too like my Uh, brothers mm. weren't just the most you know they were good but they were still teenage boys at once right you know and they was doing some crazy stuff and doing women dirty sometimes and so I got to see that but Um, so I'll say yes, it did help me, you know, and and have like set the bar high, like, especially my father, but, um, it also like, kind of didn't give me a realistic outlook on how like men could be sometimes because I expected like every man that I encountered to be like my dad and my brothers, but they're protecting me, honest to me and tell me stuff. And then I had to realize that like, no, it's really some men out here that are shady and will lie to your face and will act crazy to you and will try to control you and manipulate you so it was like i got a rude awakening you know like Mm. um dealing with some men i won't say all like i there's men that i've dated that were really solid to me and uh we still cool with each other i wish them the best in life and it's been that i've dated that was like i didn't even know men could be this crazy you know right right so it was a little bit of both (laughs) you know gotcha that makes
3: sense that makes sense That makes sense i appreciate that man like you said i mean it's, it's a great thing to obviously have a, have a, such a great role model in your household that you see. But yeah, I, I I could see how that could, in some cases, be like, you know, like it's almost impossible to match up to your father. Like this <laughs> this man do it all, you know what I mean? So I can see both but sides. At, at
4: the same time, like, I don't expect, like I have, I give people grace, especially men, because I, I know my dad, what he is now in his 60s, mm-hmm. he wasn't like that at 30-something years old, you know, right. so I'm not expecting... 30 year old men to be how my father is now in their thirties. Like that's just very unfair, you know? So I give people, what I look for more so is like the ambition, like men that are driven. Like if you have the same type of drive and tenacity and ambition that my father has, then I can work with that. Even if you don't know all the things that he knows or whatever, I can work with ambition and tenacity and being driven. That's something that Mm -hmm. is very attractive to me,
3: you know? got you that makes sense as long as you got the ingredients to, That's to, it. to be this i can work with that we, we, we can we can make a meal we can make something happen so
1: we can uh, make a I meal
3: love <laughs> i love it. <laughs> switching gears here and we talked about this real brief before we even start the podcast you know if anyone follows you on social media you know tiktok instagram you're very vocal you are gonna speak your mind and i love it you know i love it you, you know and it was something recently that uh you were speaking on i think it was a Video or a clip that was trending about this (laughs) hypothetical situation where men are asking, uh, you know, women like, "Hey, if your boyfriend or husband, whatever, woke you up at three o'clock in the morning and asked you to cook them a meal, would you do it?" And you came, you basically came in saying like these relationship hypotheticals are annoying or frustrating, and they're actually harming the relationship between men and women, black men and black women specifically would love to just hear you, I guess, expound upon that a little bit more.
4: Yeah, man. I mean, these hypotheticals, they are they're a bunch of nonsense because like nine times out of 10, the questions that they ask people is stuff that people don't even really deal with in real life. You know, like there might be a handful of people where the husband is coming home at three o'clock in the morning because he works a late shift. You right. know, where that applies to them and then it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? But it but for mm-hmm. most people, that's not their reality. Like most people I've been in relationships and I've never had that happen. No man has ever mm-hmm. woken up at three o'clock in the morning and asked me to cook up something. So right. it's like, what is the likelihood? We're talking we're getting all up in arms over these hypotheticals that will likely never happen. And then men are saying, like, oh, see, that's like like they're basing how they're gonna operate with women off of hypotheticals Mm, things that are never going to happen and women do it too we do it too and so I feel like all of it is just really negative but I feel like people people like the hypotheticals because you get to be whoever you want to be like I saw a lot of the men in the comments saying stuff like if I'm paying all the bills she gonna cook whenever I want her to but sir you said if So that means that's not your reality. You're not paying all the bills.
2: Right, 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 But in this
4: hypothetical, you get to feel like the man who's paying all the bills. So you want to live in this delusion, but I'm not going to live in this delusion with you. I'm not going to do that. You can create this delusional world where you're hypothetically paying all the bills, but that's not the reality. And I'm not about to go there with you. You know? No,
2: that's that's real. It definitely a lot of unnecessary arguments that happen from hypothetical situations because sometimes... Even if I get to the situation, I'm asking my wife, like, babe, would you get up at three o'clock? And she'd be like, hell no. Nah. I'd be like, damn, what you want? Like, you you really wouldn't cook me a sandwich like at 3 a.m. if I really was hungry? Like, so then now you're just going back and forth. Like- Yeah,
4: now and you argue for-, for no reason. Over exactly. over. Exactly. If, like, that right. don't, you, you, you haven't asked her that. You likely never will ask her that. And it's like, and to even ask somebody that within itself and is selfish, in my opinion.
1: Yeah.
4: Like, who wakes somebody up while they sleeping? <laughs> Who does that? Kind of you know what I'm saying? I don't wake if I, if I see people sleep, I'm going to tiptoe and be quiet as to not wake them up. Right. Go and wake them up just, just because I'm hungry. Like, that's hella selfish. That's hella inconsiderate. And this ain't the olden days. Like, they want traditional right. women, but they don't be traditional men and vice versa. That's and vice real.
1: Versa,
4: like, How are you going to say, you know, I want to wake this woman up and have her cook for me, but she's, she got to get up and go to work, too. So, right. mm. you know, you need to be cooking for her. If, if both that's if both of y'all got to get up and go to work, y'all need to alternate cooking. She can't be working and tending to all the household chores like that traditional stuff work for men who are really protecting and providing and the woman don't have to work or do nothing. If, if that's the case for me, if I'm with a man and he's taking care of 100 percent of the bills, he can expect for all his laundry to be done, for the house to be clean, for a meal to be ready and all that, because I don't have to go to work. But if I'm having to go to work, then we got to share some of that because I still have to go to work. This ain't no traditional relationship. This is a modern relationship where both of us is working.
2: Right, She's right, being, you know? game right now. She's being so game. Me, oh. So, so, so now my my brain is turning. You know, Danielle, my Uh-oh. brain gets to turn. And I got to start asking questions, right? Uh-oh. So, for for the men, so I, I'll speak on behalf of the men. So when women are, you know, cooking, cleaning, and, and doing some of the stuff that you know, you ask them to do, we consider it as them, you know, being submissive, right? Understanding, right? right? But if they don't do that, right, then we don't consider them as submissive. So I know we always kind of go back and forth with the traditional way of how the world works. Can a woman be submissive if they're going 50-50? Ooh. I, I
1: oh. think she can,
4: you know. I think a woman could be submissive to any man that she truly respects, regardless of the financial situation, you know, like if a woman really respects that man, then she could be submissive to him. You know, okay. I feel like the the submission goes out the window when there's no respect. You know, if you don't respect this person, then you're not going to submit to him, you know, because even in this, in the instances where he, where we have to split bills and stuff is like, I still trust his vision. I still trust that he has right. direction for his life. So I'm doing this and I'm doing what he says because I trust the direction that he has for not only me and him, but for our lineage as a whole, you know? And when we talk about submission and being submissive, you know, I was taught that that word submission breaks down to submit to the mission. And a lot of men want submission, but don't have a mission in life. How am I supposed to submit to that?
1: You know?
3: Hold on, Eric, I can't let you just run back. Can you say that one more time? You gotta run that back. You
1: can't just say that and then keep going. Whoa.
4: Submission, you know, it breaks down to submit to the mission, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, if I can't, if you don't have a mission, then submission shouldn't even be a part of your vocabulary. Because the type Mm -hmm. of woman that I am, like, I don't think about just me. You feel me? Like, what can I do to make me look like a boss? How can I look cool and all that? It's not about that. It's about, you know, you guys know, we talking about the scripture and stuff. We talking about Proverbs 13 and uh, 22, that Mm -hmm. a good man leaves up an inheritance for his children's children. So when I'm thinking about a person, I'm thinking about our grandchildren's grandchildren. It's not just about us in this moment. And if you don't have a plan or an idea about how they're going to benefit from what we do today, then I can't submit to you. Mm. It's it's like like getting in a car and the GPS is on and there's no destination. We're just driving around aimlessly. Mm. And that's what a lot of men want women to do, want them to submit and follow, but you're not leading me
1: anywhere, you know? Mm.
4: Like my dad always had a mission. He always had a vision. He made that very clear at a very young age that there was things that he wanted. He wanted for to have a home for each of his children. There was things that he that he wanted. And my mom was able to see the vision and get behind that vision. In times mm-hmm. where he wasn't where he should be financially, she was able to look towards the vision that he had mm-hmm. and continue to work with him because she believed in that vision you know? So that's all I'm asking. I'm asking men, you want submission? I'll do all of that. I'll do everything. You know, I don't have... I've done it before. Do laundry, have the food ready and cooks when he come home mm-hmm. from work. All mm-hmm. he got to do is go get in the shower and the towels <laughs> are laid out for him. I've done that. And I don't have a problem with it. Like, we as women, that's what we do. We nurture. We care for the ones we love. So that's not a hard thing. But I'm only going to do that for somebody that got a vision.
3: You know? God, now, that. now, my only little rebuttal to that, my only little... I agree with pretty much everything you said. Like, the men, we have to have a plan. We have to have a mission. But right. a lot of these women have chosen to be with these men. They're in relations with them. So, like, if you're choosing to be with these men, to me, that means you you have to have that trust. Otherwise, yeah. why are you with them in the first place? So if you're choosing to be with them, then you should, you should be submissive because in your head, he has done... Whatever you think he should do in order for him to be your man, like, does that make sense? Like, how are you gonna that be makes with me? A man? lot
1: of
4: sense. Yeah, that like, should be, but that's not how it is. See, mm. people, the uh, they don't want to be alone.
1: Mm. So
4: you'll get in a relationship with somebody that you don't respect, that you don't see them having a vision because you don't want to be by yourself. You don't want to be alone. Deep filler you know, exactly. And it's like, we have to not do that. Men and women alike have to stop that. Like me personally, I have, like, I can admit that ever since like my late teenage years, I have been in some sort of relationship, you know, even if I was broken up, there was always a man that I was entertaining where we can go out and, you know, enjoy and go on a date or whatever, but to actually just take some time and be by myself. Like I've been by myself for like the past Nine months and really been by myself. Like I'm not texting nobody, I'm not cupcaking and nothing. I'm literally by myself, and that's hard. It's a hard thing to just sit alone and not try to entertain somebody or something. So what happens with people when women get in these relationships and they with a man and he don't have no vision or they don't respect him is because she'd rather do that than to be alone.
1: Mm -hmm. Dang, that's that's real. real. Yeah. That's a good perspective.
3: I didn't think about that, Bolo. That's a good point.
1: I ain't neither.
4: Nobody like being alone. Don't nobody know?
2: like being yeah. alone. Even Script if they are going right. through hell, they not alone. They like shit. I'll go through hell with you, then, and just
1: right. be miserable.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> right. Um, right.
2: now my my last question on the submissive side of things. I think I I think you could probably speak to this perfectly, and I, it'll help like the male population try to you know dead this uh this notion that we have. So there's this big thing that an independent woman cannot be submissive. Um, you know there's a the big thing of how like women they if they can do it all you know they figure out they they, they carry it well and they run through it and women are taking on these big roles now More in the money. world today and they, they taking care of business and what comes with that is you know the independentness of like not needing a man and things like that speak to that like how can we kill the notion of an independent woman being submissive mm.
4: well there is a there is some truth to that I will say you know and it comes from just having the the the. it comes from just having to do that having to be so-called independent and having to watch your own back for women it's a thing that we have to relinquish control like for me personally like I'm used to you know looking out for myself like being observant because of the type of family that I have you know we grew up Los Angeles we got to watch our back. Like I'm looking the same way men observe and be looking who coming in and out the door. I do that too. I got four brothers, you know, but it's like, in addition to that aspect, like if you are taking care of all your bills and you got a car and all that stuff is in your name and you're saving up money and all of that, there comes a time where it's like, you have to be mindful and intentional about relinquishing control, you know, Mm. and relinquishing control to the right person. Cause a lot of women feel jaded. It won't relinquish control because they did it before in the past to someone they shouldn't have done it for. And he let them down, you know. So I'm not saying it's entirely true that, you know, independent women can't be submissive. But it's like we have to do the work of allowing a man to lead and allowing him to take the role because we feel like like no one likes to know it all. And a lot of times mm-hmm. women have like done things and they've achieved things on their own. They know a lot. And they'll be quick to tell you what they know,
1: Wait. you know, <laughs> be
4: quick to tell you. All right. but you can't, you can't son a man, you can't son him. You feel me? Cause then he's he like, you know, what I've learned about women is that we have to feel loved and cared for and men have to feel needed and we can't, we have to stop making men feel like we don't need them, you know, mm. because we do. So I I think it's a dual thing. Women have to be more so in the mindset of relinquishing control and allowing the man to take that leadership role, you know, and um, just turn it over because we've been doing that for ourselves. And then men have to be in an understanding position and know that that's what it is. That's what the reality is. And once you do get that, um, once you do get that submission from the woman, like don't fumble it, you know, because that's how we got hard in the first place, you know,
3: right. Man, now nah,
4: that's big, Dang, that's man. That's real
3: game. It is because I just feel like as a man, like today in today's age, like it, it, it's crazy because like of course we're glad that women are flourishing, making money, getting degrees. Like that's a, of course that's a beautiful thing. The, the, on the contrary, on the flip side though, I feel like it's because of women being so independent and 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 men not being like as needed. It, it, it almost feel like we're almost devalued by a lot of women. Because it's, mm. it, it comes down to a point where it's like, especially nowadays, a lot of women nowadays, like, well, if he ain't making six figures or he ain't making more than me, if he ain't doing it, it comes down to money. So where men subconsciously, even I've had my thoughts sometimes as, as a man for like, dang, like, oh, I ain't making enough money. I ain't oh, I can't afford this. I can't. And you feel like you're not really a man almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to explain, mm. but it's, a, it's an added pressure as a man to just be the the the, the richest, the strongest, the Do the, more. Had the like, best car, yeah. had a, everything. If you lack it in any area, it just makes you feel like almost less than, cause society has valued men by how much money we make. Right. To me, that's what it is. And it's like, to me, a man, we bring so much more to, to the
4: table outside yeah. of just money, but that's not how society lo- looks at us. And that's what the problem is. Like we have debased ourselves to like the, the lowest, the lowest factors. Like men are valued by the money. And women are valued by, you know, our lady parts, you know, for yeah. the most part. And so those are the two things that we like are, are broken down to, but both of us are so much more than that. And I feel like a lot of people devalue the men because they've never experienced what like a man could actually do for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I was talking to a homegirl and she was telling me, like, you know, she had um date, it was this guy that she was really liking, and they finally, you know decided to, um, date each other. And she was saying like how he was so gentle with her. And like, he was like, it, there was, it wasn't just like sex, but it was intimacy. right? And it was her first time like experiencing that. And she was in her thirties, you know? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of women you know, based men's value on money because they really haven't experienced it. Because when you have experienced like a real man, a man that like cares about you and wow. not just cares about you in regards of like, oh, I want to smash, but cares about your well being, cares about your minds, and will really like put his life on the line to make sure that you, that you straight. That's not something that you downplay. It's not something that you take for granted. So I feel like so many women just haven't experienced that, you know, mm. which is why like I could never be on some. You know, we don't need these men and all that because I've experienced it. I'm like, who's we? <laughs> no, like, I, yourself. I, need, I know what I need. I'm not even about to play. If people right. come to me, if you want to, I know what that life is like. And I need that life mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to live life without that, you know? Man, that's, that's
2: real. real
3: That's beautiful, man I love hearing Just a, a, a black woman Just say that, though You know what speaking I mean? Speaking
2: of real, though Like, because ain't too many people Gonna come in there And just yeah. say, like This is what I need Like, like I ain't yes. gonna cap with you Like, you know what I'm saying? So, we, we really appreciate The honesty there Like, we need We need more people like that Just come out We know what y'all want Y'all just gotta say it Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, you, you're more likely To get what you want If you're honest with yourself About it, you know If you're lying about what you want It's gonna be hard to get it But, like, I know what it is You know, and I know, like just just the overall men bring so much to the table. It'd be times where women be stressed out and we'd be frantic and stuff. And men have just like come up to us and just rubbed our back or gave us a hug and held us. And it's like all of that just evaporates. Whatever. You you know what I'm saying? And it's like people talk about what they don't need. Yes, you do need that. You might not have experienced it before, but I'm telling you, you're missing out. You
3: need it. Missing hey, <laughs> out. That that hug be changing the game. Like I'm a bigger dude. My wife's small. You know what I mean? You know, my, my, my wife like 4'11 and a half. she's she small. I'm a bit. I'm two sixty five solid. So Sometimes yeah. I come home.
1: Wife <laughs> like had a solid. long
3: day. She's a nurse. She a right. nurse. She a She stressed out. Mm-hmm. Baby, how was your night? How was your night? Just give me a hug. Say no more.
2: That's it. That's it.
3: That hug changed the game the hood the game it heart changed. rate go down and then for Jesus, her she everything. do you mentioned it earlier erica We way at the beginning of the show y'all do this thing where y'all like y'all like scratch our head and back of our neck <laughs>
4: <laughs> i'm
1: saying man people missing
4: out they missing out being so stubborn and trying to act like hard they don't need to you do need i'm telling you life is better life but is better you know
3: <laughs> Come on better.
1: i love it i love it
3: man one, one thing you mentioned, and, and, uh, and I know we, we, we had you on for a while, but it's been such a beautiful conversation. and it, We've went places I didn't think we were going to go to, but a couple more things I definitely want to touch on. You mentioned how women, unfortunately, are valued by their lady parts. And we live in a, a, a time frame now where it, it's a sexual liberation you know, movement. I know you've talked about it before you know, many times just about just how everyone's, it's like praise to just go sleep with whoever you want to sleep with and, However many people you want to sleep with, and just focus on a, a life of pleasure and lust. Talk yeah. about just how I guess harmful or dangerous you think you think this this is.
4: I mean, it's so it's so incredibly detrimental, you know, because it, it just distorts something that that is supposed to be beautiful and sacred, you know, mm. and a lot of people it's crazy that so many people are like sex crazed and they go in and they want to just have sex with any old body, but it's like, you're not even getting what you should, what what should be coming from it. It's like you doing this, but you, you getting a halfway version of it, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
4: it's detrimental to men and women alike, because it's like, that's a very like sacred part of yourself that you're not just supposed to be sharing with, with whoever, you know, honestly, that act is supposed to create life, you know, Right. And um, doing that with somebody that doesn't know you and that you're not comfortable with is really doing yourself a disservice, you know, and women specifically, there's a lot that happens with us hormonally when we have sex. And so we can try and pretend like I could just hit this man and then I don't feel no type of way about it. Like, when well, we have sex. There's a, a whole concoction of dopamine, serotonin and oxytocin is released. And that oxytocin and serotonin will make us believe that we're in love. So while Mm. we sit online, lying, talking about whatever, we we be really broke up. Even the the, the women who have had multiple partners, because I have all sorts of people that I know and that I associate with. I don't judge people, you know what I'm saying? And so I know people that have had, you know, dozens and dozens of partners. But when they open themselves up to somebody and then he just dip off, They be broken. It doesn't matter how many times that that's happened. It still mess with you, you know, because of the way our bodies are set up. We're not supposed to be doing that. So I feel like Mm -hmm. it's detrimental. It's detrimental and it shows like a, a lack of value for ourselves and the people that we're dealing with, you know, because if you valued yourself, you would see yourself as something that some, everybody shouldn't have access to, you know, um, I like I like that I can say like I don't I, I can go places and I can see people and it's not like I just keep running into men who have seen me naked. I like that you mm-hmm. know it's, it's only a handful of men that can say, you know, I know what that's about because this is exclusive. Right. You know, I'm bougie. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. I'm bougie with this. this yeah. is about to be up in here. Can't everybody say that they've just been up in here. And All if you right. care about yourself, you should feel that way about yourself. Like if you have a really nice house, like a mansion. Would you just allow any vagrant off the street to right. just sit in there, filthy? They got mud and stuff, and then you did just coming up and just things. St- no. You wouldn't do that. <laughs> Even if you just had a little regular apartment, you wouldn't invite in just whoever that you knew for a day to just come and be up in here. So, why do we treat our bodies worse than we would treat our home or our car? Mm. You know? That's real. Oh my
3: God. You ain't. Hey, you ain't some people ain't, don't know my address i don't even want you even knowing <laughs> what side of town i'm on like where i
4: live the vicinity or nothing like that it's very harmful you know it's very harmful and it just really tarnishes something that should be sacred because when you do like because you guys are married when you're with somebody yeah. that you love and that you're comfortable with that's a freeing thing
2: Facts. That, that is, is very free you ain't thing. gotta
4: worry about nothing you ain't got to think be self-conscious or do they think this about me or you know if i if, if my leg won't reach back and we like can we laugh about it or is he gonna be upset we ain't got to worry mm-hmm.
1: about
4: none of that right. you know right I'm 100% comfortable with this person and there's such a liberty and freedom in that you know yeah
2: yeah That's absolutely so nice. so ties is real it's a real thing connecting yeah. souls so Seriously. let me some let me ask you this since we're on the conversation on the conversation Seeing that somebody has a lot of bodies, right? Um, you know, sexual partners, are you interested in in uh say you get into a new relationship, right? Are you interested in their body count? Does it play a big factor?
4: It doesn't necessarily play a big factor. I feel like this is where, you know, a slight double standard comes into play. And I Talk like to and I'm just honest enough to admit it, you know, like I don't believe in changing the rules of the game. You can't like the game is what it is. And what we have to do is just know the rules of the game and find out our strategy to navigate it. You know, I'm not saying men should have a high body count. I'm not saying that at all. I think that people should, men and women alike should be choosy, but the same type of like hormonal things that happen with women, it doesn't happen with men. You know what I'm saying? So men are more easily able to deal with somebody and not have such a huge emotional attachment to where they're like Mm -hmm. devastated afterwards you know Mm. so like if a man has a higher body count it's not something that i like to be honest Mm -hmm. i'm not a fan of it but it's not something that's gonna be like well i can't i can't be with you but it's not something but if you done done all sorts of things like, you didn't really been out here.
2: Right,
3: right. Regular
4: sex ain't gonna do it for you no more. Then I'm like, I gotta tap out. <laughs> you,
3: right, <know>? right. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you can't be having me, you know what I mean? Way on all these here crazy doing toys and all the crazy sex crazy club in down in yeah. yeah, exactly. LA. LA is a lot of stuff you can get into out here. So you gotta, yeah. Right.
4: <laughs> you know, like, you like you know, high body count is one thing, but you know, it's, it's a lot of people, you know, especially like when you get into like like certain levels, I like guess people say date. Um, horizontally or vertically or whatever—I don't know—I forgot how they say. But you know, people that's like so-called on your level. You know, mm-hmm. you start dealing with men that are like rappers or athletes or actors or whatever, and it's right. like oh, you didn't got into some, some shit. stuff. Man. And I, you know, the, I'm 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 not that advanced, so you're gonna have to find some someone else to meet <laughs> there because that's some extra stuff that I don't think I'm gonna be all right doing.
3: You know? Yeah, that that's really. Do you kind of feel? pressured as 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 a woman because of, like you said i mean obviously you're in the music industry so you know a lot of a lot of the music is just talking about how freaky this girl is or how even on how freaky the dude is it's just it's very sexual and people are talk a big game i'm sure it's some people just lying for for you know just for the music but i'm sure right. i'm sure some of the stories and stuff that people are saying in the music is true as a woman though when you're in those situations you know romantically you're, you're dating someone do you kind of feel like pressured in a weird way to I don't know, like, be extra when, when when you're in those sexual like situations situations or, like, I guess I guess talk on that.
4: I I don't, you know, like I uh, I just do what feels natural, you know, like oh, you. I'm I'm not gonna be with somebody that I'm not like really feeling. Like I gotta love you to to like open myself up to you, and if we're at that point, then I feel like um you know, when you're comfortable with somebody and you love them, then there's really like not a lot of limits there. Like there's things that, you know, if someone is wants to, that I'll try or I'll do or whatever, yeah. you know, but it's like, but I have to get to that point with you, you know, so I don't feel pressured. Like I'm not about to sit up and be like, well, I'm gonna be the best you ever had, or I gotta I'm show you <laughs> this, or, no, 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 it's not about that. It's like, how comfortable are we with each other? And if we right. all the way comfortable, if we locked in, then, you know, we will do our thing. And right. that's our business. Right. You know, that's how I feel about that. I feel like, you know, I mean, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love
3: it, man. I Respect to that. Um, man, Bolo, I, I got to go here. I know it wasn't part of the plan, but she said something that triggered okay. an older conversation. I know. I, I, know.
2: I already knew what you are about to say. All right. All
3: right. All right. Go so... My man Bolo, he's brought this up like multiple times in previous conversations. You know, he feels strongly one way about it. So I'm going to ask you, based upon what you said, like the hormones that that women have when when, when you are intimate with the man and the lack thereof on the man's side, do you feel like when a woman cheats on her spouse, that it's like, quote unquote, worse than when a, a man cheats because of the emotional kind of attachment that women naturally have or do you look at it as just e- as, as equal what, what's your take
4: um i do feel like it is a little worse when the woman does it now the that, reason why they don't like
3: that either women
2: ain't gonna like that they're not but i love it i fucking love but it
4: we you know it is an emotion like a man he'll go and have sex with a woman because she was there you know what I'm saying or because she threw it at him right. which is still not good right right it's right. not good we don't like that being cheated on sucks because we as women internalize it and we start thinking we're not good enough you know mm-hmm. and it messes with our minds so it's it's you know it's raggedy either way right. but when a woman goes and cheats you know we normally not cheating just because the man presented himself you know, or because he threw himself at us. We normally cheating because he peaked something in us emotionally. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. Now, I've never cheated on anybody before, but I know that in order for me to like be with somebody, it ain't just a physical thing. It's not just, oh, he damn, he look good. Let me go and have sex with him. No, that's never been a reason why I've, why I've had sex with anybody. Right. So if I'm if I'm doing that, there's something deeper. You know, it's not just a surface level. And I feel like sometimes with men cheat, it could be deeper. It could be deeper. It could be that he really liked this girl, you know, or, but the majority of, of what I've noticed, it'd be like, you know, she was there and she threw herself at him and all that kind of stuff, you know, and he should have turned it down, but he didn't. But for women is, I just feel like men and women might cheat for different reasons. Mm. And I feel like the women, the, the reason that women may do it is just, it's just heavier than men, which is, which makes it kind of a heavier thing, you know?
2: I agree. I agree. I feel like for men, it's like a quick fix. And then like for women, sometimes it's like they're trying to repair something that's like pretty big where they like, I'm 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 missing something, you know, that I'm that I'm not getting in my relationship. So I need to, you know, go get it elsewhere. And the relationship for a guy can be perfect. And they can be like, oh, like, okay. She threw it at me. Like, okay, there it is. But then I even think about it, like, boom, boom, wipe hands clean, gone.
4: It's a
3: raggedy. It's raggedy. No, you're <laughs> right. It, it's raggedy. We're not, we not, it,
4: men, it's raggedy. We're not it's saying so that. Raggedy. But it's
2: y'all bad. women, listen,
3: when women cheat though,
2: it, it's it's gonna it tear me into their soul. Like y'all talk about how women feel. Women don't get play cheated on, when a man gets cheated on and they feel it, they gonna feel it in the pit. Yo, yeah, So women right. y'all gonna plan it, it
3: y'all gonna plan it y'all gonna execute usually it ain't on no one night stand usually y'all didn't y'all didn't see buddy a couple of times y'all didn't win and got some coffee the, the other day it's it kind of build up you know it's mm-hmm. this so level hurting
4: it's and there's hurting. a possessiveness there too you know like women yeah. we, we, we're possessive too we be like oh that's my man and all of that but at the same time like men be really possessive like over their women it's like that's my woman and the thought of right. like of, of another man you know, Ooh. with his woman and like because we w- women we're the receptive. You know, we re right. receive and men, you know, give out. So it's like this. You know, another man was has entered inside of my woman's body. Mm. You know, it's a got, lot. I just it's got
3: the it's, chills. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> I got the chills. Like, what? It's it's heavy. You
1: know,
4: it's a heavy thing. You feel me? And uh, yeah, and just knowing the science behind it because it's like. You know, I ain't even gonna get into that, but it's just we
3: gonna to, we gonna we gonna have to bring you back on it and it'd be all science yeah. episode because like I like learning. You taught me a lot so far. Like Thanks. I could I could do this all day, man. Um, yeah. Switching gears a little bit, so folks, a little bit more on you. Did some research, man, on your social media, and <laughs> I learned that you write some of your best music when you're single and when you're ovulating. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain <laughs> to us how and when did you come to this conclusion? But more importantly, why do you think this is? Please break it down to us.
4: Well, you know, Take time. I do I do keep an eye on my cycle just because, uh, you know, you got to as a woman, you know, yep. you got to plan around when things may pop up, you know.
1: Yep.
4: Um, So I do. I keep an eye on it. And I've noticed that like when I when I've written really dope songs, I was ovulating and, and single. Now, when I'm ovulating and I'm not in, and I'm not single and I'm in a relationship, I feel like the 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 creativity it comes from the same place because you know, when a woman is ovulating, you know, she's she's fertile and she could create life. But music, you know, comes from that same creative energy. Like you're creating something as well, you know. Mm. And so, if I'm not like in a relationship, I'm not using that sexual or creative energy with a man like I'm not with anybody right now right. so it's not being used on that so I could use it on the music you know what I'm saying so that's why I feel like I write the best music when I'm single and ovulating because that creative energy is there my body is trying to create something and since it can't create a baby we gonna create this song you something know i got to come I gotta create something it's crazy
3: because we had a um it was a who was it man we had a sex therapist on um, it wasn't Jen. What's was our home? I'm having a brain fart. Who was our home girl, Bolo? It'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, she was talking about on the men's side how semen re- retention.
2: Oh yeah.
3: um the there's signs that men will put out their best results in whether it's career, whatever they're focused on. Yeah. When right. they're, the doctor, when they're...
2: the doctor, doctor,
3: um, doctor, mm-hmm. yeah, what's her name? Doctor Canary.
2: Doctor Canary.
3: Yeah, Doctor Canary. I'm sorry, I had a brain fart. Yeah. To Doctor Canary. Shout out to Doctor Canary. She said, yeah, semen retention. So is kind of like similar, but on, on the opposite end. Yeah, um, for sure. Because it
4: comes from the same place, like that—that that, um, sexual energy and creative energy are one and the same, you know. And so, like, if you're not utilizing it and having sex, then it could be used for other creative endeavors, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm you, you know, of course, I'm not a man. I don't know anything about semen intention or how that works for you guys, but mm-hmm. I know on my end. I have, you know, like I said, I've been single for real, like not entertaining nobody for a little while now, you know, for almost a year. And I've written some of like, I've been optimal levels of productivity. I've been creative. I didn't come up with all sorts of ideas. And it's just like, I've really been utilizing that creative energy in a productive way.
3: You know, mm. hey, I'm, I'm talking to my wife tonight. I'm going to tell her, hey, I need not, nine, hey, nine months, baby. No sex, nothing. You look. <laughs>
2: She's going to have to sit on that
3: one for a minute. Like, We're going to elevate, though. We're going to give me nine, <laughs> nine months of sacrifice to live the best life of the rest of your life. That's my yeah. pitch fact. to her. Come on That's now. Come on. So
4: tell me, cause stuff about like stuff is going up like things that happened just today that I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> damn. like life is
1: about
4: to change in the craziest way. And I'm Ooh. very excited. You know, so
2: wow. You know? so, for you. so seeing that all the positivity all the positive stuff happens and you're more creative when you're you know not in a relationship is it more of a business business deci- decision to stay single
1: Ooh. um
4: I'm currently intentionally single right now you know at gotcha. first I was not like when I first was single you know I was heartbroken and stuff and that wasn't my intention but then time progressed on and I realized like I'm better like i've been I've been working out consistently since January. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. like mm. my body is looking great. you know mm. what I'm saying It's yep. like there's so many good things happening. It's not like I want to stay that way forever, but I do feel like this is a time in my life. I feel like there's levels. you know how you play a video game Yeah. And this level and you can't get to the master level until you complete these other ones. Oh. I feel like I'm not on the relationship level right now. I'm on the level of like master self and heal old traumas, so that once I get to the relationship level, I'll be ready. Boom. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: Okay, I like that breakdown.
4: It's not necessarily a business decision, but it's like this is what I need for my own personal growth and mental health and emotional health, you know. And then once I get, you know, myself in a position where I have a routine and I have what I got going on in my life, and it's like, and I'm not gonna drop everything because I feel like that's what a lot of women do. We be doing good, mm-hmm. you know, and the man see us doing good, and he be attracted to the fact that we're ambitious or we doing into it. And then when he come around, we just relinqu we drop drop everything, and now we cater into nice. that man. We laying up, you know, we not handling business. That's and true. then if that relationship drop off, now we got to rebuild that up again. So I need to be at a point where that foundation is laid and it's rock solid. Nobody could come mm-hmm. in and
1: disturb that,
4: you know, and. Okay. Uh,
3: uh, no, I'm sorry. I got one. So I got one more question before we go to our quick hitters and we're going to let you go. Based upon what you just said, though, do you believe it's impossible to reach your highest levels of career success if you're in a, a relationship?
4: No, I don't believe that. Okay, okay. I believe that, like, a someone someone could help you. Like, if 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 you guys are on the same page and you have the same goals or they have, like, some knowledge or information that can help you, Some sometimes about you can get into a relationship and they can... Help you to be your greatest self. Like they could pull mm. the best out of you, you know. Right. They can yeah. level you up. You guys can level each other up. That's what a relationship is supposed to be. Right. Now, in the past, I've I've had situations where I've dealt with men, and it's got me off my focus, you know. And men I've dated in the past have like felt some type of way and have tried to like humble me that was their words like oh you think you all of that you need to be humble and it's like first (laughs) of all i'm a very i'm a very down to earth person as is yeah right it's like you know i don't know maybe stuff i don't know but whatever insecurities they have so it's like right you're in a relationship where they're not doing anything then it, it will it will hinder you but if you have somebody that is actively working towards some goals and all that then you guys could actually make each other better so, Respect. you know, that's why I said, like, I feel like I have to reach this level of getting mm-hmm. to the point where I'm how I should be so that when I do meet somebody in the next level, the relationship level, whatever that is, I'm not somebody that pulls them away from their mission. And they're not somebody that pulls me away from mine. We could come mm.
1: and,
4: like we're two whole people. My dad would say that, like when I was growing up, he would say you know, people say that I met my, my better half or my, uh, my significant other other half. He said, he don't believe in that. He said uh, two half people come together and it's just be a mess. He said, you got to be whole. And then you meet someone else that's whole. And then y'all come together and build and make greatness, you know? And so Mm. I feel like, uh, too often people get in relationships with people and the person is not whole and both of the people aren't whole and it's a mess and they, they, help each other to regress. You know, I want to get to that next level of being whole. And then I can go on to the relationship level. Mm -hmm. Man, man,
3: man. They say your father's a bishop, but you over here preaching.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't learn something from
3: him. So I know I love it, man. Learned a lot of uh, uh, some some free game right here for the porch listeners. I hope y'all had your pen and your pad. I was taking notes. So it's our final segment. It's just our quick hitters. You know, we'll ask you just some, uh, some random kind of fun uh, questions. You give your response. Kind of quick, you know, description or of why and then kind of go from there. So I'll get a pop and bolo and then we'll just go back and forth from there. So the first one, if you had to pick one, I know I know it's, you don't like the ifs, but I got to do it one time. If you had okay. to pick one, which would you choose? Great communication or great sex? Great communication. Mm. OK, OK, OK. I you, love it. You tell you, you tell us why real quick.
4: Um yeah, I mean I've I've been in a, a I feel like the sex can be improved upon. You know what I'm saying? I've been in a relationship yeah. where the sex was terrible. Mm. But, you know, I helped him to improve. I got his diet together and all of that and he got better. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. sex
4: is something that could be fixed, especially if the willingness is there on both parties. But communication, you know, that's that's a harder thing. Like if people, if they in their studies, if they stuck in their ways and they've been communicating like this for 30 some years, they're not going to change overnight. It's probably going to take 30 some years for them to change. And That's I'm not true. trying to, you know, I be like top of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know. us to be able to talk and get an understanding of each other. That's so important to me. I love it. Great.
2: Great. OK, so next one. So in honor of your hit song, Stingy, what's one thing that you're stingy about in real life that people may not know about?
1: <laughs> keep, keep
2: it real
4: I am stingy about like my own plate you know I will cook mm. maybe, and you will have your plates but don't come trying to eat my food <laughs>
2: you know like? I feel that, I feel
4: that inter-
3: I, you know I feel that, that.
4: Pick up all my stuff what I can't stand is like I come to my house and I think I got some more whatever left and it's gone mm.
2: <laughs> That hit you in a different way you've you been thinking about it all day, you've been thinking about something
3: in that fridge all day. You get there and it's gone. Ooh, yes. I went to Trader Joe's like yesterday. Got some uh uh some lemon ice cream with shortbread little chunks in it. It's some of the best ice cream I had in my life. I'm coming home from work, man. I'm in an hour trap. You know how LA get down.
1: Yeah. Wifey gonna text
3: me talking about this ice cream is dangerous. I said, "What you mean? What you, what you talking about? <laughs> dangerous? It's too good. I'm about to eat it. No, you not. I called her so quick." I said right. is that ice cream not in that freezer when I your home. I, 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 I,
1: we're
3: gonna be talking, we're gonna be communicating. Yeah. Furniture moving. So I'll feel you on that one. Definitely, way.
4: yeah. I mean, I have <laughs> I'll fix you your plate, but don't you come like you know, off of mine. Like this is my plate.
3: Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wasn't hungry. So don't, don't get hungry now. My plate looking good. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that's real. So okay, next one. Who is who's one artist who you would love to do a song with
4: uh and why? Uh Andre three thousand. Ooh, Ooh, that's a that's great quick. one. I love. Um, it. I, I've been. This is this is a thing. You're like you, this is a question I've asked myself a decade ago. Oh. <laughs> you know, like I love that man. I'm a huge Outkast fan. Huge, huge Outkast fan, and uh, Andre three thousand is just superb. <laughs> like his Glad delivery, you. his style, his how he puts words together. Mm. You know the things that he talks about. He's just dope, and he's somebody I would love to collaborate with.
2: Man, man, Andre, three thousand. I
3: love it, man. It's a legend right there. Yes, true legend.
4: Shout out to the A. <laughs> right, I love it.
2: Gotcha. Okay, next question, Erica. Tell the world why being a black woman is so dope.
4: Ooh, ooh. We have to put a time limit on that because <laughs> <laughs> being a black woman is so dope. I mean we're the mothers of civilization like how much mm-hmm. better do we get than that you know the mothers mm-hmm. of civilization you know we have all versatility within us there's a a care and a nurturing spirit that we just have off the rip you could be around a black woman especially an older black woman and she don't even know you but she gonna act like your grandmama she gonna nope. make sure you're gonna make sure that you're straight that's just the kind of heart that we have you know um what else? Did, I mean, of course the physical, we just look damn good. You feel me? Mm. Right? The lips, oh, yeah, yeah, the eyes, the hair, the skin, the nose.
1: Yeah.
4: It's just superb. The damn ears. I melanated everything. queens. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, just our, our the soul that we have. Can't nobody mm-hmm. sing and dance and move. Like, everything that we do, we just put so much more passion in it you know you ain't really been loved if you ain't oh i won't say that that's not nice
3: (laughs) (laughs) but i I mean hey this the porch this the porch
4: say what you mean like you ain't really been loved if you ain't been loved by a black woman you know know? this is something about our love and how far we go for our families the stuff that we do for the people that we care about and that's why i'd be mad at these podcasts Be like yo, these black women won't do a black woman will bend over backwards she will martyr Mm. herself for the people that she love and she care
1: about
2: you know, yeah. drops. On, hey, now. drops. Mike.
1: Come
3: on now. That's that. That's real, man. I'm not, I don't care if it's your, your grandma, your mom, your wife, your sister. Every black woman that I know that's in my circle, man, like super, superhuman, superstars. Super. Like, would do we anything.
4: Top-tier.
2: Super saying. Yeah. Crazy. Like, we
4: are top
3: tier. You know, top tier. Man. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. This is like this is the last one of the episode. This is a fill in the blank. In five years. Erica Lachey will be blank. Will be blank.
4: Erica Lachey will be the greatest. You feel <clears throat> me? Yeah, I love it. I love I take it. it. Simple, yeah. powerful. Hey,
3: what we always say, Bolo. When you speak it, now it's in the air, it's in the universe. She's so going to happen. Existence. She gonna be the greatest and she's going to drop a song with Andre 3000. You heard it here on the porch Ooh. first and Ooh. I can't wait to have the Only thing we're going to ask Erica, when y'all make the song, when y'all make the music video, consider, consider the porch. Maybe we in the background doing like a, maybe us three doing like a podcast within the video. You, you <laughs> you're the creative. So whatever comes to your brain, I'm just saying this, consider this moment because nice. you spoke it right here, man. So, uh, well, definitely, <laughs> But no, nah, seriously, Erica, this has been an amazing episode. Literally, like, one of my favorites. Um, Just so cool learning about you, seeing how down to earth you are, and just really learning from you as well. So a pleasure getting to know you, and you definitely got two uh, more supporters in your Absolutely. corner. Um, This is your time here. Anything you want to shout out, promote, kind of let our fans know, like, where they can find you, this is your time to do that. I know you see you got a lot of good things happening today. I don't know if you got some breaking news you can drop, but here's your time to do what you want.
4: Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say um, the feeling is mutual. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. You know, when I uh, checked out the podcast and I listened to some episode episodes, I was like, okay, yeah, I would definitely want to have a conversation with these brothers. I like the type of time that they own. So I definitely enjoyed myself. Um, in regards to shouting out some things, you know, I'm going to be... Uh, in Dallas, Texas, uh, Memorial Day weekend for the FBA Expo. So if anybody is out there, y'all want to come through, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be speaking on the panel. Um, you could always go and stream my music. I'm under Erica Lachey, and that's E-R-I-C-A-L-E-S-H-A-I. And I got some more music coming, you know, and other things that are happening as well. So, um, so yeah, that's my shout-out for now. Always got the earrings on my website. You know what I'm saying? I hand make
1: these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm-
4: that's on ericlachey.com and uh yeah that's what i have to shout out i love it, it.
2: Love,
3: I it love, love it love it man it. I-, I might have to call some earrings. For the wife, I'm a whisper. Facts. Look, he put that out there now. <laughs> so
2: now I'm gonna have to too. It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> hey, so. Why
3: man be competing? Why Darnell? Why his girl? So man, why you give me? Some didn't even put it
2: out. Look, it's on wax now. It's on. It's on the show. So now, now we got to make it happen. Now they gonna listen to it and it's be expecting something. Me, soon, me
3: so. you could talk offline. Make sure we're not getting the same air ring So, so we not not getting in trouble. So. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So. Love, it, well, love it. Love it. Well, Erica,
2: <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh The energy has definitely been re- reciprocated. Um. Continue to be the best you possible. Definitely feel the energy um, vibrating at a high frequency right now. (laughs) Um, And we definitely can see it and feel it as well. So everybody that's listening in, my caffeine people, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for supporting. Go ahead and drop a gift in there. And please be sure to follow us and listen to us on all of your listening platforms. And just remember, y'all, when you wake up in the morning, just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we
0: out. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where I began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it, we make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed, now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business, if we get to speak and leave them speechless, I did things for free but now it costs to see me, when you see me, you ain't gotta greet me, just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it, I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated, what do we bleed, came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunting to defeat, people don't want us to leave, they love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets, Think and we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something. Now up in the lead. Now we ain't coming in peace. Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league. We got a reason. We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season. So many schemes had to go off of the team. We gave our all and succeeded. Came from the deep end. Woman, of pot's cooking, ramen at times. That was all we was eating. Now we be feasting. Five star restaurants every week. Whole teams the cloth and their seams. They looking hard when we step on the scene. Call us out, cash. We so fresh and so clean. Ain't about cash, please don't ask for a meeting. Just hit stew about the stoop out the spells of the. Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet. Just play it cool when I tax you the defeat We need a pull in the back with a cord and a board that gon' jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future Or where you gon' actually be Keep staying present, our presence a blessing It's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting Attached, to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching Look up these started, letters and I'm actually reach boredom, that, that was where I yeah. all began Had to put in work Every day we got it in Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, know it's only business If we get to speaking, leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated